you're in the market for a WMS system, you are going to find many different options. And these options are created from many different perspectives. There are specific layers that you need to utilize for your evaluation. So which are the top 10 WMS systems for 2023? That's what we are going to discuss. In Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Sam Gupta. I am principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. We help our clients with the digital transformation strategy, enterprise software selection, as well as implementation. On that note, let's go back to today's topic. The number of layers for WMS systems are going to be extremely unique. The way they are designed, they all are designed for a very specific transactional workload for a very specific warehouse uh, environment, uh, as well as the micro vertical. So in terms of the WMS, one of the layers that you want to keep in mind is going to be whether WMS is part of the suite or is it going to be standalone. Some WMS systems are tightly integrated as part of the ERP, but for the most part, they perform very basic WMS scenarios. They are designed for companies that are going to have basic WMS needs. Overall, WMS ecosystem has evolved significantly over the period of time when you talk about integration with some of the warehouse technologies, ASR systems, autonomous guided vehicles, or you are talking about any of the conveyor belts that you are going to have in the warehouse. So you can do wonders overall uh, from the warehouse perspective. So warehouse systems are typically categorized in uh, two or three different categories. Number one is going to be really that management aspect warehouse. Then you are going to have the control aspect of the warehouse, which is going to be, which is going to act as more of the control center. When you are going to have these robotic devices as part of your warehouse, or the other one is going to be slightly more execution component. So some systems are going to combine all of these layers as part of their suite. Some are going to specialize only on one of them. The other layer that you need to keep in mind overall from the WMS perspective is that some are part of the suite, some are not part of the suite. The suite could be more from the supply chain perspective or it could be from the ERP perspective. It doesn't matter. So it's going to be all over the place overall in terms of the overlap. And the final layer that you need to keep in mind is going to be whether uh, the WMS system uh, is going to be designed more from the shipper's perspective versus your 3PL. So that's another perspective that you need to keep in mind. Also, the some of the WMS systems are going to be part of the 3PL themselves, and they might not be the pure play WMS, even though they might be positioning their technology as the WMS, but for the most part, they are trying to sell their managed services, and that's why they are trying to commercialize them as the WMS offerings. So now, let's look at the list. So number 10 on our list is Texas. And Texas is a WMS system 
that targets slightly more healthcare, uh, e-commerce, retail-centric verticals. And their sweet spot, especially the pros, when you look at, the, it's going to be the point-of-use inventory management. And the point-of-use inventory management is going to be primarily applicable inside the hospital, just because the traceability is going to be required as soon as the if uh, an inventory or the good is going to leave your warehouse and where it is going to be used during a procedure. So typically, hospitals need to track that, and you require you know decent amount of hardware uh, to be able to do that, as well as integration with your WMS system. So Texas is really strong there. They have all of those integration bells and whistles. They have the hardware component that they are going to sell as part of the whole suite. So it becomes a very comprehensive experience for the healthcare facilities, especially just because their warehousing needs are going to be very different. The other place where Texas is really strong is they have the OMS layer, they have the e-commerce layer. So they are slightly more sweet overall, but they are not going to be as strong as some of the enterprise solutions that we are going to uh, discuss on this list. Their warehouse is also going to be limited only for the domestic setting. So if you have slightly more global needs, then they might not be the best fit. So that's their pros. The cons that you are going to have with Texas is their tech is not as modern as some of the other cloud-native WMS systems that you are going to find on this list. And it's not a complete suite like some of the larger players and, and their ecosystem is going to be fairly small. Um, You're not going to find a lot of consulting companies that are going to be consulting in their ecosystem and uh, not a lot of uh, systems that integrate with them. So that's going to be substantially limited. So having said that, they rank at number 10 on our list. Number nine on our list is slightly more SMB solution. It's called MOV3 WMS. And this is probably the smallest WMS that you are going to find on this list. So some of the scenarios that it is going to perform are going to be very similar to the warehouse management system that you are going to find, let's say with NetSuite or Acumatica, newer ERP systems are combining at least the basic warehouse management capabilities as part of the ERP solution, just because the integration could be extremely hard. So that's why they have to package the WMS solution. Traditionally, ERP systems did not package the WMS capabilities as part of the ERP solution. So MOV3 is still going to be relevant. Let's say if you are looking for slightly more advanced uh, capabilities from the WMS perspective, and those capabilities are going to be, let's say if you're looking for slotting, or if you are looking for the labor management more from the warehouse perspective, or you are looking to measure the real estate cap KPIs, or maybe picking KPIs, that's where the WMS systems become handy. If you have super basic warehousing scenario, then you probably don't require a WMS system. So here, pros for MOV3 is going to be friendly for SMBs, advanced capabilities for SMBs, such as your picking metrics as well as support that you might not find with the default WMS system that you are going to get with the ERP systems. Now, the cons for MOVE 3 is going to be technology and compatibility issues with some of the devices. Now, even though this is a con in general, most WMS systems that you are going to find, they are going to be compatible with only certain devices. So in general, before buying devices, what you should do is you should check with the WMS vendor and confirm which devices they can support. So if you did that with MOVE 3, most likely you are probably not going to have issues. 
but that is one of the cons that more, some users have reported. Now, the other con is going to be that some users have also reported some of the bugs. In general, when you are looking at very small ecosystem, small company, their product may not be as well adopted as well uh, tested. So you might find scenarios where you're going to find bugs. So that's a con for them and not really designed for enterprises. So if you are SMB, really basic needs, you cannot afford a very expensive WMS system. That's when you will considering move three and that's number nine on our Number eight on our list is Logiva WMS. Overall, when you look at the smaller category, when you look at the e-commerce parcel centric category, I think Logiva is going to be one of the best WMS systems out there. It has very cloud native interface, very easy to use. So that's a huge plus for them. For the most part, Logiva is uh, a fit for the e-commerce and parcel centric operations. The pros for Logiva is going to be that it's feature rich. Uh, it has really strong enterprise grade features, but they are not going to be as expensive and their UI and UX is going to be newer. So you are not going to find all of those bells and whistles that you are going to find in the enterprise WMS system, but they can also make the experience bloated. So if you are SMB, Logiva could be a great, great WMS system for you. And it covers all of the buckets overall from the WMS, WCS, as well as from the WES perspective. For the most part, you are going to get a lot as part of the suite. And they are really strong there. So now the cons of them is going to be that you are going to have learning curve. When the solution becomes bigger, when you are going to have several layers, uh, the capabilities are going to be strong. In general, you will require a little bit of hand holding as well as consulting support. So make sure you accommodate that. If you cannot afford the expensive implementation, you might want to go for slightly simpler WMS systems such as Move 3 and does not cover all modes for enterprises. It's not designed for enterprises. So that's number eight. <music> Now, number seven on our list is Softian, and Softian is probably for the upper mid market. So it's a slightly more robust WMS system. Their target market is going to be very similar to your Infor WMS, which we are going to discuss next. So the pros for Softian is that you have the power batch capabilities. So batch is another layer that you need to keep in mind. Most of the simpler WMS systems, they are not going to have as deep batch capabilities. That's where this sort of, you know, cut corners overall, their data model is not going to be as rich. But when you introduce those batch capabilities, it also becomes very difficult to use. So typically the batch capabilities are going to be meaningful when you are going to be a sizable organization in the upper mid market. Before that, you might be okay just with the simpler WMS system. There's always going to be pros and cons of different solutions out there. So you really need to assess, okay, where you are in your journey and which one is going to be the best fit for your need. The pros for Softion is the batch capabilities, the easier integration between other solutions included as part of the suite and distributed order management capabilities. And in general, the distributed order management capabilities is a very strong package that typically falls under that OMS bucket as part of the, the WMS TMS bucket. So they have that very strong, especially for the mid-market organization when you have to do a lot of order slicing and pricing and send to different warehouses, send to different location, depending upon uh, your business model 
and the changes that you plan to make in your business model to meet the consumer expectations. So if you plan to explore all of those scenarios, that's where your distributed order management capabilities are going to be super handy. Now the cons for this would be that not designed for enterprises, even though it's a very heavy solution for the apartment market companies, but it is not designed to handle the transactional workload of companies that are going to have billions of dollars in revenue. The enterprise needing other supply chain capabilities would require third-party add-ons. So you might require some more add-ons if you go with them just because they are not going to have complete suite that you are going to find with some of the other solutions that we have on the list and might be too big for smaller operations. So you might have a little bit of learning curve there. So that's number seven. Now, number six on our list is Infor WMS. Overall, from the target market perspective, it has very similar target market as Safrian. So whenever you, you might come across them if you are in the apartment market. And so the difference between your Infor WMS, it is really designed from the perspective of manufacturing. In general, the warehouse planning, warehouse operations are different for manufacturers than for your retailers and distributors. So Infor WMS is really designed from the manufacturing or from the industrial distribution perspective, their inventory is going to be very different. Their inventory planning is going to be very different. The way they are going to be storing goods inside the warehouse, the way they are going to be segmenting those warehouse is going to be very different as well. So Info-WMS is really designed from their industrial perspective. Now the pros for Info-WMS is that it's pre-integrated with other Info ERPs and they also have the supply chain suite and it is pre-integrated with that. Even though their TMS component is not going to be as strong, they have the visibility component as part of your GT Nexus Info Nexus bucket as well as the planning component is very strong with Info as well. The other pros with Info WMS is the 3D warehouse which looks very appealing, especially when you are going to look at the demos. The 3D warehouse is very attractive and you might buy them just because of that 3D view, but you need to keep this in mind that modeling that, implementing that is going to be a much harder lift. So unless you are ready for that, unless you have implementation dollars to be able to implement that, don't buy just because of 3D capability. Buy because the data model that the WMS is supporting is aligned with your business model and that will make you successful. The cons for Info WMS is the it's not really designed for the enterprises and with the enterprise scenario, let's say if you're looking for companies with billions and billions of dollars in revenue, and when you are looking for those retail transactions, Info WMS might struggle a little bit. So it's really designed for that upper mid market, not strong with the execution component of TMS. TMS, they are really short. They are strong in the WMS capabilities. So you might not get the best of both worlds if you are looking for that and not even though there are three PLs that have used in for WMS, but it might not be the best fit for pure play three PL. Especially the three PL is going to be more from the transportation perspective and not really from the warehousing perspective. So that's number six. Number five on our list is Oracle WMS. And Oracle is a very enterprise grade. WMS solution. It is integrated with several other solutions in Oracle portfolio, especially their supply chain suite, which is very strong from the TMS perspective as well. Their TMS is stronger than some of the other solutions that we have on this list. Their WMS component is not going to be as strong. Their WMS might also not be the best fit from the 3PL perspective, the kind of architecture that they are going to be 
higher. So Oracle WMS is going to be best fit for retail and uh, companies that are going to be needing the complete suite of supply chain that is going to be bundled with your ERP. And the pros for Oracle WMS is going to be complete suite to build the entire tech stack. So especially if you are going to be slightly more retail centric organization, then it might make sense to utilize Oracle WMS just because that is going to be integrated as part of your stack. Pre-integrated with other Oracle apps. So that's a huge plus. If you are already on Oracle, you can save a lot of trouble overall from the integration perspective. But we have also seen issues with the pre-baked integration. If your data and process model is not going to be aligned, the pre-baked integration might not work for your needs. So make sure number one, you are spend time with the data re-engineering, uh, with the process re-engineering and make sure those pre-baked workflows are going to be aligned with your perspective because changing anything in the pre-baked workflows are going to be far more difficult just because of the legal implications, legal boundaries and the licensing implications. So even though you might get the Oracle WMS just because of the pre-integration aspect, but if it doesn't work for you, you are anyways going to start custom and custom integration. So if you are going to do that, integration does not really have much of a say in your selection. But in general, if you can utilize the pre-baked workflows, if they can work for you, that's probably the easiest in general. They might require several different add-ons. For example, let's say if you are going to require network maps or data, uh, you know, if you are applying for those visibility scenarios, etc., as part of the TMS, and then you need to combine that as part of your supply chain planning, that's where Oracle is going to require probably a lot of add-ons. And you probably are going to require a lot of uh, customization to enable the compliance workflows, especially if those compliance workflows are going to be your uh, warehouse processes depending upon where you are operating and which agencies you need to comply with to be able to to be able to report so having said that oracle wms is still number five on now number four on our list is sap ewm sap ewm can support many different scenarios and that's why it can work for several business models it is especially friendly for 3PL businesses, they have several different capabilities. For example, let's say if you talk about value added services, it can work more in the extended fashion, embedded fashion. So that's where SAP EWM is really strong overall. When you look at the wholesale distributors that might have slightly more 3PL business model or the 3PL companies that may have very strong uh, warehouse distribution component or may have multiple different business models. That's where SAP EWM really shines in a very complex distribution operations, even with 3PL component a little bit. The pros for SAP EWM is going to be support for both decoupled as well as embedded architecture, power of HANA, so it can process the transaction volume of very large uh, enterprises, billions and billions of transactions. and the, the cons for SAP WM is that too big for smaller companies, learning curve uh, with the number of data layers that you are going to be setting up, uh, it would not make sense for SMB companies and they might not like it. The amount of time it is going to take to process simple transactions. So it is really designed for enterprises that can spend money in consulting to simplify those workflows, tailor those workflows uh, aligned with your business transactions, business model. So if you cannot afford expensive implementation, SAP EWM may not be the best choice for you. And then obviously it is going to be very expensive in general. So you will use SAP EWM only when you require very advanced 
uh, WMS capabilities. Having said that, it ranks at number four on our list. Now, number three on our list is Kerber or High Jump. And Kerber or High Jump, they were the solution that were positioned slightly for uh, you know upper mid market, mid market uh, SMB. High Jump was a solution which was well adopted in the the mid market segment. So they uh, Kerber has bought High Jump. So it's part of the same bundle. Now they have far more capabilities overall from the parcel perspective from 3PL, the your claims management capability. So now they have become a complete suite that they can offer a lot overall as part of their suite. But their suite is not going to be as comprehensive as some of the other solutions on this market, even though they have a lot overall from the supply chain. So the pros for Kerber is going to be that they have a comprehensive suite. Their WMS component is really strong. They have some TMS component, which is not as pre-integrated WMS and TMS interface, and then DSD capabilities. And DSD capabilities is a very unique capability. If you have DSD as part of your business model, then they are definitely going to be your candidate to look at. You have scenarios such as proof of delivery and track and trace uh, that is all part of that DSD bucket. And you are going to find these scenarios in each back industries, or you are going to find this in your food and beverage uh, or pharma. That's where these capabilities are going to be super strong. Now the cons for Kerber High Jump is that integration issues with the pre-baked integration. So the pre-baked integration that you might find, again, that is dependent upon how your data is modeled, how your processes are coded if they are going to deviate from how the state of that system assumes, then you are probably going to have integration issues. So your choice is going to be either realign your processes, realign your data to the solution for those pre-baked integration workflows to work, but make sure you are vetting them before you buy just because of that pre-baked integration aspect. Not a complete supply chain suite as compared to some of the other solutions on this list and not for enterprises. It cannot handle the transaction volume of the enterprises. It's a very mid-market solution, but that's number three. Number two on our list is Blue Yonder. And Blue Yonder is one of the strongest supply chain suite, especially when you look at uh, you know this more from the retailer perspective or from the shippers perspective, they are really, really strong in their suite. They are going to cover a lot of components. They are going to have the execution capabilities. They are going to have planning capability, demand, supply, you name it, anything and everything that a supply chain folks are going to need, Blue Yonder probably can cover that. Now, their WMS is going to be very strong as well. It is part of the suite. So you are going to get all of that as part of one piece, you are going to get OMS component, distribution, distributed order processing, supply chain control towers, all of that is part of the suite. They also have the planning and merchandising flavored the way retailers would like to use that. And that is also going to be part of the suite. So that's a huge advantage for Blue Yonder. Now the cons for Blue Yonder is that it's probably going to be too big for SMBs. It's also going to be very expensive in general. And with the supply chain suite, they don't really own the network. They rely on partners to be able to uh, provide the network. So there might be some issue overall in terms of the quality of their data forecasting, etc. But from the WMS perspective, they are definitely going to be very strong. And that's why they rank at number two on our list. Number one on our list is Manhattan Associates. And Manhattan Associates, they have always had one of the strongest WMS for the volume retail. 
and for volume retail a lot of wms systems on this list struggle so if you are going to be in those grocery scenarios or uh, you know apparel shoes where you are going to get a lot of foot traffic that's where manhattan really shines overall from their wms capabilities perspective they are not going to have as a strong supply chain suite, the suite that you are going to find, let's say with Blue Yonder, overall from the planning perspective, but Manhattan is really designed from the retailer's perspective. The planning scenarios, for example, the planograms that you are going to see when you are going to look at millions and millions of SKUs and when you are going to overlay this with thousands and thousands of locations, that planning could be very difficult. And that's where Manhattan really uh, flavor the planning scenarios from the merchandiser perspective, from the planner perspective, and WMS is also integrated as part of those workflows. That's why Manhattan is really strong overall in uh, that capability. So the pros with Manhattan is going to be the point of sale offered as part of the suite. There are very few solutions that are going to have integration with point of sale. Now, depending upon your architecture, sometimes you might utilize external POS. So it might not be as meaningful, but they are at least able to provide the point of sale as part of the suite. So you have some architectural benefit. You might be able to save some money overall with that integration. Now, if your integration with point of sale is going to be fairly lean, where you are simply sending your daily feed, you are not necessarily doing that live omni-channel centric integration where you need to align inventory in all of different locations live, then uh, it's not really as difficult integration in general. So depending upon your architecture, depending upon your business model and what you are trying to accomplish, the POS integration could be very difficult. So that's where the having POS as part of the bundle is definitely meaningful, but that might not be relevant for everyone. The other pros for Manhattan is going to be the ability to handle enterprise workload. They can really handle that. Able to handle complex verticals and inventory such as grocery, shoes, and apparel. They have very complex inventory from the matrix inventory perspective. So even if you are going to have, let's say, a million SKUs, but there the number of SKUs are going to be even more because of stall size, season, the way they plan. Uh, it's just a lot in general. So that's where a Manhattan shines. The cons for Manhattan WMS is going to be it's not a complete supply chain suite, would require several add-ons for other supply chain components and really not designed for SMBs. So that's number one. If you enjoyed this video, we are also going to include a detailed article with this video. So you might want to check that. This podcast is also available in the audio form on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So if you have not checked that, you might want to hit the subscribe button there. We publish these videos on a weekly basis. So if you have not subscribed, uh, you might want to hit the subscribe button. Uh, as well as if you have not checked our digital transformation report for 2023, we are going to include. So check that out on that note. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.